Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. We are the one, two, three, star losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What up, y'all? It is Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I love to shotgun White Claws at the bar, but haven't been to a bar in five months because I am practicing a thing called social distancing during this quarantine. Also wearing a mask. I've been on the west side with Baser whenever I'm in the condo. That's when I remove the mask. Okay. <sighs> Over to you, Eddie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what's up? I'm Eddie, and uh, I'm stuck in quarantine because I may have corona. <laughs> But I don't know that I have Corona. Uh, so I've been here for, what, four or five days? And until I get a test, I'm not leaving my room. Dang, he updated the intro now with the coronavirus <laughs> I mean, clarification. Coach, let's give them an idea of what they're dealing with. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that, that must be such a weird feeling. I can't believe you had to wait so long. Yeah, what did they tell you? As soon as I took the test, they're like, heads up, it's going to be a five- to seven-day wait. Oh, it don't be 48 hours. So here's the deal. My uh, fiance, so she's a manager at an office, and they had one employee that it took almost two weeks to get the test back. My, We got ours within 48 hours. It might have even been closer to a day. So the fact that there's that kind of a discrepancy makes no sense. But uh, so that, there you go. Maybe yeah, is it like depending weeks. on where you go? I mean, we went to I Nissan I mean, Stadium, you- dog. <laughs> Did you pay for yours? No, ours was totally free. It's one of the few things where you go see a medical professional and you don't pay a dollar. So if you That's haven't gotten... To me. What? That's weird to me. Mine was $150. What? Yeah. You paid out you, of your pocket? You paid yeah. for the coronavirus test? Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Did you go down a back alley to get this done? <laughs> No, I went to an, I went to an urgent care. See, that's the thing. You went that doing that. Yes, you you paid for urgent care, not for the coronavirus test. But there's so many ways you can get it for free. But yours was no, no, probably no, quicker. No, no, we waited. No, coach, insurance covered my visit. Yeah, and then the test itself was 150 dollars. 
That's whack. Huh. But yours was instant. You, there wasn't any delay. Us, dude, we were at Nissan Stadium, thought I was going to a football game, but I wasn't. I was just in a random A line with terrible traffic guards. It kind of seemed a little unfair. Some lines got to go before other ones. Some people got it mad, but it was free. And it did waste two and a half hours of my life. So you were in parking back. lot A thinking you were about to tailgate for a preseason Titans game. But it was you- just for the coronavirus test, dude. And wow. it was usually you're in the tailgate line. It's lit. You got people going crazy. Titans flags. So you got grilling in the air. No, 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 not here. But people in masks. And it was the weirdest feeling because you almost feel like you're marching to your death. It's like you look in a car next to you. Oh, God, that guy looks terrible. He probably has coronavirus. Another guy's sneezing. You're like, oh, God, is my window rolled up? And then there's signs everywhere that says do not get out of your car. Well, uh, homie next to me got a little upset about the line, and he got right out of his car. <laughs> and it's like, and then he's in an argument that definitely not six feet apart with the traffic guard. It was very ironic, and that was my coronavirus testing experience. Lunch, what was yours? Mine was I looked online for a drive-up testing place. That way I wouldn't have to get out of my car, all like that. I made an appointment, <laughs> and so I said yes, and I drive down to the place, and I drive up, and I'm like, well, this is not drive up, so their website lied. Burger not- King, how can I take your order? Yes, I will take a Whopper <laughs> with cheese, please. Uh, substitute the curly fries, and uh, let me see one of them. Uh, you have an apple pie and a Corona test. Please. I thought I read online this was the coronavirus testing site. You just said a what? A Frosty? What is this, Wendy's? <laughs> <laughs> so I was really confused by that because, Ray, yours was drive up where you didn't get out of your car. Correct. And so i that's what I wanted, and this wasn't. So I'm like, okay. So I call them when I'm in the parking lot, and I say, hey, I'm here, just so you know, like whenever it's my turn to come in, thinking I'm not supposed to go in. They're like, oh, no, you just come in and check in at the front desk. <laughs> oh, yeah, get your ass out of your vehicle and come in here and sign this form. What are you so doing? So <laughs> I have to go in and fill out a form, and then there's five other people in the lobby waiting to do their tests. So we're all just mingling around like, oh, here's some snacks. You want some cookies and some lemonade? So if you didn't- if you didn't have corona, you got it in that waiting room. That's what I felt like. I'm like, well, if I don't have it, there's other people in this lobby. There's one couple that, like, the guy was standing behind the girl, and he had his hands in her pockets, like the front pockets. And I was like, guys, do we really have to do this at the little clinic where we're getting corona tests? Can you guys just not stand next to each other without being all lovey-dovey, like, corona time? Like, Coach, looking around the waiting room, though, did some of the people look like they had corona? <laughs> Because I'm telling you, when you're in that Nissan Stadium line, I mean, the guy next to you looks like death. Another person can barely drive the wheel. I mean, I'm telling you, if you have not gone for that free test, you will see some sights you've never seen before. I and feel it's not- like the couple could have had corona. <laughs> they, they looked a little disheveled, and they looked a little sweaty. Well, and- if somebody's wearing also yesterday's clothes and their hair's all jacked up, I mean, that's a start. Yes. Probably, yeah, the hair was a little greasy, like they hadn't showered today because they weren't feeling good. And when you're not feeling good, you don't want to take a shower. You don't want to get out of bed. So I felt like they could have the other two people in the lobby. I felt like they looked pretty good when you see. So we've seen some footage of Eddie for the mo- What do you think? I think he looks upbeat in the pictures I've seen of Eddie for what for what I know about Corona and from the news and how it affects you and its flu like symptoms. Eddie seems normal he's grown a beard but his facial expressions he seems to be upbeat and not sick lunch your opinion of eddie well 
He said he couldn't get out of bed for the. I, I, we missed the weekend where <laughs> he couldn't get he out of bed. Coach, he was lazy. He it, it was trying to sleep in. That maybe <laughs> he, he might be, you know, tired from his vacation when he went down to COVID Bay. You know, sickness shore. I don't know, but that's what he needed the nap from. But Corona Cove, yeah, the, all those places. But he looks fine to me. But I have never. I, I don't know. I mean, I still think he has Corona. Well, we're gonna find Friday. out. Well, over the weekend. I feel like a lot of it's going to get hashed out, and by Monday, boom, either this is it, you, what you have, Eddie, or you don't, because it's been drawn on long enough, I feel like, for the yeah, most part. But I'm, Well, I'm telling you, if I do have it, then by the time I find out, I'm going to be over it. Like, I mean, because if I had it, it's for sure getting out of my body, like, right now. Correct, because it only is there less than a week, is what from what I know. And I said the exact same thing to my fiance. I said, okay, we're going to get this test. So if it does take more than a week, what is the point of the test? And I was very much correct. If the test doesn't come back within five or six days, there's literally no point in the test well, because it's already out of your body. Wrong. Well, no, wrong, because the good news is I took the test when I was feeling kind of bad. So if it does come back positive, I did have it, and that's good. It's good to know that I had it. Yeah, but also – And it, 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 that way you have to let the people know you were in contact with. They can do contact tracing, like, okay, I talked, I touched, I talked to the mailman, we shook hands. So then you have to go to the mailman. The mailman has to get tested. Oh, look, think about Eddie. Dude, you know how many bikini chicks and dudes oh with their shirts off that were grilling they're going to have to talk yeah, to Yeah, that one couple that seemed cool that invited them <laughs> to their hotel room. Eddie I mean, was gonna... riding on the dude's surfboard. Yeah. Oh, so this is where you surf here in COVID Bay, huh? Oh, they got some good waves out here, man. Just take my board. I'll take your canoe. You know what I mean? Like, we'll trade. It'll be a little switcheroo here in the bay. That's how we do down here. A little douche canoe, eh? It's funny how you guys think, like, I do the beach. Like, is that what you guys do? You guys just go meet random people and, like, hey, bikinis, you want to hang out and grill? Like, I, I will say I the time. Dude, I've done, when we did Panama City, I believe it was two years ago, I did it on my Instagram. I can pull up the hilarious footage right now. We were meeting 21-year-olds. Okay, coach. It, it, what? But I'm saying it, you're meeting people. That's just the beach lifestyle. There's no ages. Yeah. Like, no, what, you're, hey, you're right. You, when you're, you're walking, definitely meeting people when you're 20 years old at the beach. Yes. We yeah, might have also. Go, I think you, we went during spring break as well. So maybe there were okay, more 20 coach. somethings. That's I'm why you went old. during spring break when you're. <laughs> but I'm telling you, you just naturally meet them. I wasn't trying. No. To... Yes, it's spring break. Of course, everybody's <laughs> talking to everybody during regular time. Listen, I'm just not a beach yeah. person, so I don't have much experience at the beach when you're talking about it. I've been to the beach maybe five times in my entire life. So to say that I meet people at the beach would be a lie because I've only been a few times in my history of living. I'm guessing with Eddie it was more standoffish because it's during corona times, but I'm telling you, beach might be the most friendly atmosphere. You know what I'm saying, man? Hang loose, dude. Like, Eddie, didn't you meet your wife at the beach? Thank you! Yeah, Coach, when I was 20 years old. Great okay. point, Coach. That's Great. a good point. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yes, guys, when you go to the beach and you're 20, that's all you're doing. You're trying to meet chicks. You're trying to party with people. Hey, shotgun a beer. Woo-hoo, let's go surfing. Guys, when you're 40, you're like, get the F away from me. Like, I want this spot over here by myself. Well, I got a lot of aging to do because when I went when I was thir- in my early 30s, fiance, I lost her 10 minutes in. I'm hanging out with some other guys. We're shotgunning claws. Where'd my fiance go? Yeah, that's the beach atmosphere right there. That's how it goes. 
And who yeah. was your no, fiance that, that, with? That'll change. Dude, she she ended up making friends next door because they were, I, who knows what they were doing, but they were. she didn't want to do, because I was kind of into skimboarding at the time, so I would ride these boards, and I, <laughs> Coach, I would Where go. Where are you, 14? <laughs> so wherever the waves I, went, I don't that, even know what skimboarding is, but no, it sounds like the, a toddler <laughs> thing. It sounds Coach, like a little kid thing that can't go surfing. <laughs> Coach, it's the teenager with a wooden board that's just doing a little surfing on the shore. So I'm going wherever the wave, the so, coast. Dude. So you're telling me, so you're telling me that like the dads and the the grownups are paddling out on their surfboards, and they, all right, kids, you stay here and skimboard, and Ray's hanging out with those kids. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, we it, all. <laughs> it's the little, it's the kid that that throws the little board on the, on the sand, you know, and it slides. Uh, no, I don't. Right. I, I'm telling you, I've only been to the beach like five times in my life, so I don't okay, really know a lot is. of the stuff. All right. It's cute. <laughs> it's awesome. If you find a good wave, hey, once it hey, hits that shore. He's there with his skimboard and his white claw. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a man's man. Dude, that's what I – when I went to – that's I end up talking to the guys at Government Cut, and they'll tell you where the good waves are, and that's just – just how it is. Wait, so you need good waves for the skimboard, or yeah. all the waves no, the same? No, so no. surfing, surfing is when the wave is going climaxing. Okay, apex. You're talking double overheads, but skimboarding you're is. You're just saying words right now. No, I'm not. That makes sense, Coach. Skimboarding <laughs> is after the wave crashes. That's when the skimboarders come. Yeah, to yeah, play, yeah. So baby. what? So what are you guys? What are you talking to the guys about the waves for? If you don't even care, all you need is them to crash. That's I'm talking about when they're going to crash, and that's what they're giving me details on. They're like, this one crashes over here. You got a good. Uh, once it boards out, you. You're not going to wipe out. So it's stuff like that. <laughs> that makes no sense. Eddie, Eddie, you know when you board out, dude, and it crashes in the apex and the climax and the double over on Tundras. Bro, double apex, crash out, board out. You know what I'm saying? And then guns out. Dude, listen, I was talking to my bros about double overhead. That's all I know, dude. I was talking to my boy Kelly Slater, and he was like, oh, dude, if you want the apex, climax, di- diamond down, upper sup, that's where you're gonna go, dude. No, I'm not. I'm guns talking. Out, guns out. Hey, <laughs> I'm talking them about just getting boarded out, and then also you know that's the thing. You don't want to get rolled over, dude. If you're gonna, oh get, no, you don't want, it, dude. Rolled no, over, it'll smash no, you in, no, dude. No, no, no. So Get it's that. like no, I mean that's the thing. So that you're what what they're giving me is don't worry, you don't have to worry about getting rolled over on the skimboard, dude, because the waves already crashed. No, but that's the thing. They told me that I wouldn't have known that otherwise. So they'll tell you, and then at the same time they're like, "Can you buy me beer?" And I mean, uh, then you're like, okay, guys, come on. Uh, <laughs> well, you know who can buy a lot of beer now? Uh, let me guess. Mahomie? Well, Mahomie can buy a lot of beer. A lot of beer. But Derek Henry, the last minute, signs. He gets off the franchise tag. Four years, $50 million. He's going to stay a Titan. $25 million guaranteed. And this is huge. Because I was there, there's a list out of who the running backs that were going to be free agents after this year, and Derrick Henry was on there, but now he's not. You have Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, James Conner, okay, Kareem Hunt. Okay, coach, but, you got it. I thought he's going to stop at five. No. What I'm saying is, I was. We're I'm not, very. We're, we're not going to try to buy these players, coach. We don't care who they are. No, no, you do care because I'm looking at Derrick Henry, and he he didn't want to play on the franchise tag because he wanted more guaranteed money. So he got the 25 million. He could have pushed it and played one year and hope for a big payday next off season. The only problem is with all these running backs that are going to be free agents. There's going to be. You're not going. I don't think they're going to get as much money because it's like, oh, Leonard Fournette, you want eight million? I'll go get Phil Lindsay for four million. The, the 
it's going to be watered down so the market you're not going to pay as high for a running back because there's going to be so many of them out there. It's crazy. But Derrick Henry signing leaves these other guys. Now, these guys could get franchised, and they could end up working out long-term deals with their team, whatever. But I'm saying there's going to be a lot of running backs out there available, and so I think Derrick Henry made the right decision. Dude, I, my chick goes, um, so did he get $50 million for a year? And I'm like, no. That's, sp- that's spread out over how many years? Four years. $25 million of it is guaranteed. Dang. I should have got the Derrick Henry jersey. Instead, I got the Marcus Mariota, and he's now in uh, Vegas. So, uh, yeah, I screwed up there. I'm glad we still got the dude, though. Henry is a beast. He, If you need two or three yards the hard way, he's going to do it for you. He's a north-south guy. I'm not into the east-west. Eddie, your take, you're take your little... What? Two or three yards, coach. If you want 99 yards, let's give him <laughs> give the ball to Henry. <laughs> he only does that in the third or fourth quarter, though. He doesn't do that in the first or second quarter. First or second quarter, it's like one yard, two yard, two yard, three yard, three yard, three yard. Oh, here's a five or six yarder. But he is just wears you down. And in that fourth quarter, and he's been relatively injury free. His in his yeah, career, like he hadn't, and he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tire because they had DeMarco Murray here. And they didn't use, I mean. Yeah, he's got a good set of Firestone. I, what worries you, Eddie? That, that he has been injury-free. I mean, they run yeah. him hard, dude. Like, they run him hard. I mean, he he's a big dude. But, I mean, if you run the dude too hard, like you saw all last season. Last season, they gave him the ball all the time. Yeah, he's and the running back. He's going to no, run. Coach, even when it wasn't even working, they're like, give him a rest, nothing. They would put him in, boom, boom, boom. I just feel like that's wear and tear. I'm a little worried that this year, I mean, you put everything on Henry, this could be the year he gets an injury. Come on, dude. He's not, you're talking about him like he's an Acura. He's a, a running back. He's made to do that. He's a Ram truck, Yes, dude. dude. He's a Titan. With a, with no a pun hand. intended, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay? So, I mean, if you're looking to compare him to something, he's a truck, bro. That's what you do with him. You take him off-road, and sometimes you're just going to hit those rocks. You're going to hit some rough stuff. You're going to take pop a curb if you really don't need to. That's what you do in trucks, and that's the reason we got us a truck. There's other teams like right your, now. I like your analogy. I like your analogy. So, so you know when you watch commercials of trucks, yeah, they're on a they're on a mountain, right? Oh, those they're are so the, cool. They're up on the they're up on the rot in the Rockies and the snow, and you're like, dang, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Have you ever tried to do do that with a truck? No, I haven't yeah, actually. Not, yeah, it's not it's not good. It doesn't work. It's, it's like you, you mess up your truck. That's my point, though. <laughs> so you're the same always seen the. Try doing that crap with your truck, Coach. You're done. No, no. <laughs> we, Ray doesn't have a truck. He has an SUV. Yes, no, no. We've discussed this, yeah. But, yes, you're right. Because, Eddie, when my friends, we'd go mudding in high school with their trucks and we'd get stuck. And I'm like, well, on the commercials, man, these trucks go right through the mud. Like, no problem. Like, there's no way this little dirt pile right. can get us stuck. Like, they're up on Mount Everest, but we can't even go through the hills of Austin, Texas. Like, what's wrong here? You know when they shoot those commercials, they're like, all right, guys, get the truck that you know we're going to destroy. There it is. All right. All right. Now drive them up the mountain. <laughs> and then once the truck stops stops working, they're like, all right, cut. Commercial's over. Good. Now, But, but what? Are they really on the mountain when they shoot that, or is that just photographed? Like, you know, uh, trick photography. I don't know, Coach. I have no idea. I've never, I've never shot a truck commercial. But I, I'm just saying, as a camera, I thought maybe you'd be able to tell that. Oh, that's that's digitized in or whatever you call it. I mean, it. It, it looks, it looks real. I it mean, does they look, look real, real, right? I mean, like the one with Matthew McConaughey. He's sitting in the tailgate or whatever he's doing, and he's looking out at a uh, a stream, and he's like, 
Yeah. And I still one don't know what one, commercial. One of the ones where, where he's driving around Austin, you know, and he's like rolling the booger from his fingers. <laughs> I'm trying to find this Matthew McConaughey. He's just sitting there looking at a creek. Yeah, he's like looking at a creek. And, no, uh, he's going fishing, right? I'm pulling it up right now, hopefully. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going ice fishing. And oh, he's it's just a sitting- winter one? Yeah, he's just yeah. sitting in the, the the. I don't even know what car it is. I have no idea. Oh, I think it's his Lincoln what's, what's Aviator. Lincoln Here you go, the Lincoln, Lincoln Aviator. <laughs> All right, he's sitting on the ice. I think in the Lincoln Aviator. 2020. This is McConaughey walking across the ice. He's looking to do some ice fishing. He could only get there with the Lincoln Aviator. No other way he could get on this lake right now. Freaking crazy. They're, they're the weirdest commercials because there's no there's no talking. It's just silent. I know. That's why I'm having to do the play-by-play. He doesn't freaking talk in this commercial. Now he opened up the trunk, and he's just sitting his ass in the car until, I guess, the fish bite. It's right. Like, like, he just sits hey, well, in the what's car. What's he waiting on? All right, what, what? there's uh, 30 seconds left, and he's warming his hands now. He's jigging in a shanty. <laughs> he said it beats jigging in a shanty because he's saying the car's better in a shanty. But now the weather's rolling in. Oh, crap. Oh, wow. He's still sitting there. Now he's got the binoculars out, which he doesn't even need. He's ice fishing. Oh! No, he's looking to see if the there it goes. comes up. Yep, it did. There's the jig. The jig came nice. up. And then he whistles Andy Griffith. That's it. Wow. Like, There's such an interesting... Hey, what a- what about the one where he goes He goes to uh, that house and they're having like a dinner party and he shows up by himself. <laughs> he shows up by himself in his Lincoln and he crashes the party. He's all telling stories. They're watching him play like a trick shot on the pool table. Yes, the pool table. <laughs> like, what is that? Hold on. I hope I, can, I hope I can pull this up. Like, I look at some of these commercials and I wonder, okay, if this made it, what are the ideas that got rejected? Yeah, that's a good point. Dang it. Like, how, how do you come up with it? You know what? Let's have him just be the weird guy that shows up at a party. <laughs> and, and, and what does him have playing pool have to do with, it? like, a, a a car, the Lincoln? I don't know. Yeah. I'm telling you, if, if we had a friend who, like, we all had girl, girlfriends and wives, but this dude showed up, and then we wouldn't be watching him shoot a trick shot on the pool table. We'd say, get the hell out of here. They don't well, I the think they all watch party. him because he has a Lincoln, so it's like, oh, man, if you <laughs> if you have a Lincoln, you're able to do a trick shot on the pool table, and everybody will watch you. Ah, okay. Is that what it is? I guess. And, and, and the party's already going, but there's a VIP spot reserved just for him right there in the driveway? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, he would have had to park down the block and walk because he was the last one there. Dude, I... They, for whatever reason, they don't have that one, the pool shot in it. It's all his other MKZ commercials. That one must have not been a big enough hit to make YouTube. No. They're, they're, oh. they're all pretty stupid. Dude, this one might be it. Here we go. And I go, Mom, and I hear it in the background. She's watching it, too, saying, yeah, that's this it. is where I call my mom. There you go. See you all right, he's at the party. I think so, too. He's got the Lincoln parked out front. There you go. Oh, there's the pool table. <laughs> He's looking at the pool table, dude, right now. It's him and the pool table. McConaughey is right over it. Everybody's kind of peeking around the corner. I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now all the girls want is nuts. I think he just yeah, got but in. Yeah, their husbands are all there. He's in the car now. 
It was only him parked in the driveway. You guys called it. And then he just leaves. He doesn't say bye. He just he makes the shot. He started the trick shot, and now he's already in his car, but the trick shot's still going. And everybody's watching his pool shot. He's pulling off now, but he didn't even land a Don't chick. Don't forget to like this video. He didn't even land a girl, though. He just did the pool shot no, and left. No, 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 coach, coach, he doesn't land a girl. They're all there with their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only he's the only single jackass there. They're like, why is this guy here playing pool? Right. <laughs> right. And then what are you promoting? That a Lincoln? Yeah, you can be all alone and you go crash couples parties and then you end up by yourself in bed. <laughs> I love that his trick shot it ended after he was already in his car and pulled off. The ball was still spinning around. Coach, if they if they continued that commercial, maybe like for one more minute, they'll have him pull up to his freaking one bedroom apartment, efficiency apartment. <laughs> Spaghetti-o ah! cans everywhere. <laughs> still on. Coach, if they continued that commercial, they'd show a cop pulling him over and giving him a Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, terrible man. Dude, I'm glad you brought up those commercials. I forgot how epic they were. Man, I, just so weird. Is, is that all you got, Len? No, no, no. I, I, no, no, no. Oh. Then. Eddie, you you were convinced the Cowboys were going to get Dak Prescott a contract. Yeah. And instead, they did not come to terms, so he's playing on the franchise tag, $31 million. So that means you got to sign him to a long-term deal after this, and it's going to cost you more money, or you franchise him again next year for like $37, $38 million. Doesn't this kind of tell you, though, a little bit? That that they don't believe in him? No. They're thinking they don't even have a season. Because because all, all this could really go down as nothing if this season doesn't happen, right? Well, it's well, I don't know. I, I don't know how this is all oh, going to work hot, out. Hot take alert! Holy, that, that's think, a, I mean, think think about it. Because if the season does happen, yes, that's that's crazy, it's scary for Dak, like whatever. But if it doesn't, I mean, okay, that then there we go. That one year franchise tag, boom, you're done. It's over. Now let's talk real money. Wow, let me hit this. That's a hot take alert. <laughs> Holy crap, Coach, in quarantine with the hot one. I didn't I, know you had a burner like that. I don't know what it means. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how the contracts will work out if there is no season. Like, do they go back to the drawing board? Like, okay, that franchise tag didn't matter. Now we can still negotiate. I don't know how it all works. That's way too complicated, and I don't know what they do. But it just tells me that either they don't have enough room under the salary cap or they were just way far apart. Like, Dak thinks he is a – top five quarterback and the Cowboys see him more of like a top 15 quarterback. And they, they just, I feel like Dak, I feel like Dak maybe has a little bit of like some advisors that are kind of telling them, Hey, this is your chance to make the most money you can right now. Something there's something in Dak that's thinking, this is my chance to strike gold because his career is somewhat in limbo. He's done good for the Cowboys. The Cowboys love him. They see him as their franchise quarterback, but they don't pay him like one. This is the time to strike. Somebody in his corner is telling him this, right? Someone, or or he's telling his team, like, this is what I think I'm worth, even though usually I, I think the the agent is usually tells you what you're worth. I don't think the player usually, but I don't know how that – I've never been in that room, and I've never – but I assume that the agent is the one that does most of the talking and negotiating, thinking, okay, you're worth this much because I look at this guy and this guy getting paid, 
you know, quarterback A and quarterback B, they get paid this much and your stats are better than them, so you should be getting paid more than them. Uh, so I think they kind of let the player back out and the player trusts the agent to have their best interests in, in mind and gives them all the power. Hmm, interesting. Guys, question real quick that, Eddie, you brought that to me saying that this is going to be canceled. So this is not only that something I'm very curious about. There's there's teams that are curious about this, okay? So if the, the seasons are canceled and a team wins, then the following year, does it count as back-to-back? That's a stupid question, no. So the teams that want to know, the Nationals, the Chiefs, the Blues, the oh, Raptors. Oh, yes. If there's no season, yes, then they're back-to-back. Yeah, back back-to-back. The yeah. LSU Tigers, let me I, finish. I, I thought you were the saying. The Virginia Cavaliers, the Baylor Lady Bears, and Simon Page nod, winning the Indy 500. If the season's canceled, does it count as back-to-back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying, like, if the winner of the next season, does that mean they won two championships? And I was like, no, that's no. a dumb question. Okay. I mean, but in our minds, it's not going to seem like back-to-back. But all right. I was just very curious Well, it's back-to-back back seasons. They won the championship. Uh, I mean, it was a void season, though. No, there was no season. If there is no season, then there is no season. That was deep, but I, I understand what you're saying. Thank you. Yes. If there isn't a season... There isn't a season. Yeah, sort of like. Can you can you have a night without a night, dude? If you don't have a, a point, or if you're trying to emphasize your point, you just say it twice. Right. Can you? Today is today. If the tomorrow season will be tomorrow. If the season is canceled, the season is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> if you are right, then you are right. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I think Seinfeld did a bit like that on his comedy show. Did he really? Where it's like he was like he's like I don't understand people that do. I don't, I'm going to mess this up, but he's like I don't understand people that do. It is what it is. It'll be what it'll be. You know, like and he goes on and does like ten of them of those like where you just repeat the first word and the, the you repeat the first thing twice and you're like I guess that makes a point. I don't know, but it's actual things that people say. Oh yeah 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 no it's things that people say like I can't remember all of them but yeah. It is what it is. Is one of the most annoying things ever. I hate that saying. What about at the end of the day? Ah, uh, well that that makes sense to me though. Like yeah. at the end of the day, no, no, because it, it is what it is. Is not. I mean, because you can change it. Like you don't have to accept that. You can be like, no, I can do something differently and make it. Di-. It is what it is. No, like that's just oh, it's so annoying. But at the end of the day. It's not literally at the end of the My dad says it all the time. He'll be like, listen, at the end of the day, and I'm like, so wait, it happens then at the end of the day? Or you're just, that's just a, is that just a sentence that sets up your next sentence? So he's not literally meaning at the end of the day. It's it's a sentence that really, it's just, I I, I don't believe it holds anything. Interesting. You're welcome. I mean, at the end of the day, we we had to keep going. At the end of the day. Is Eddie going to know if he has coronavirus? Eddie, or are we going to have to wait until the end of the weekend? Eddie, do you have any ones that you don't like? Uh, I, I don't like it is what it is. That one's pretty stupid. Uh, oh, I don't like it when people say no worries. That, that, that to me is just weird to me when they're like, no worries. <laughs> what do you like? It just it just sounds weird. People that say no worries, I don't know if they can be my friends. Because there are actual, like the no worries thing. Like, of course you're worried, right? It's a kind of person that says no worries. No, it's kind of like no if you do something like uh, like like the prank call to Eddie, and then he tells me, oh, no worries, dude. Don't worry about it. Like, 
Like it's no, no big. I say, I say all good. I say all good. It's it's something about the personality that says no worries. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. <laughs> Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai, if you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Like they're telling you, don't worry about it. They're saying it's okay. Like I forgive you. Like we're all good. Like there's no harm, no foul, water under the bridge. I know what they're saying, but there's something about the type of person that uses the phrase, no worries. What about the type and, of person that says, uh, I'm living the dream, man? Really? <laughs> are, are you really living the dream, dude? Because I don't know. I don't know if I, if I w- was dreaming of the perfect life, if I would live the life that you're living right now. I don't think you're really <laughs> living the dream. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I, more I people say living the dream sarcastically okay, than they do it, mean then. it. Literally, I think it's more like, oh, what's going on? Living the dream, dude. You know, just going to work every day, and it's just a grind. I, I think you say what living. About, what about the guy at the bar? You know, when he serves you your beer, he says, "Cheers." 
<laughs> well, Cheers is now, but like cheer, it. Cheers is now taking over for the peace out. Cheers is like a greeting now. Right, but right, for whatever right. reason, it's, it's not. Just like, it's like, what, what are you, you from, from Britain? Like, what is this? No, like, no, I agree with you totally. Eric Dodd actually does that. We'll do a toast or whatever, and it's like, hey, man, toast. You know, that's usually my thing. Like, toast, uh, have a good one, man. But uh, Dodd now goes cheers, and I'm like, what? Did, did we just take a trip across the <laughs> pond? I had no idea we were at, like, an Irish pub, and we're now saying cheers. <laughs> it's so weird to me. Like, I'll get the grocery store. Like, ah, thank you, man. Thanks for the groceries. Cheers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> You coach the guy at the grocery store got you with the cheers. <laughs> cheers! What are you talking about? <laughs> now things people do, man, it's so weird. Oh, like like I, I'll tell one that uh, this one bugs me every time. Whenever I take my kid to the doctor, because my my first child is two years old today. Just so you guys know. Oh, you get, coach! Yeah, and, hey, happy birthday, baby box. Yeah, Little picture of him on Insta. Happy birthday to him, and it's crazy. It's been two years, but every time we go to the doctor. Uh, doctor comes in, checks the kid out, and it's like, oh, you know what? I think that's a keeper. You should keep this one. Like, every time. And I'm just like. Oh, he goes with the same one, Coach? He goes with the same joke. Like, oh, this kid's pretty cute. I think you should keep him. Okay. like, you, 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 Hey, and you know you're not the only one he uses that joke to. He probably said it 10 minutes ago to the other. Oh, he says it to everyone. And I'm like, at first, the first time we went, this he got us the first time. He got us the first time we the very first time we took baby box in and the the doctor says that we're like, "Oh my gosh, like he thinks our kids cute, you know?" Next time we come in, "Oh, he's cute. You should keep him." I'm like, he says it to everyone. Dang. You I guys got got. That, I have a theory that, you know, doctors they have to practice that that uh the conversations that they're going to have with patients because most doctors, let's be real, they're not like Mr. Personalities, you know, they're not like, oh, we're so fun or whatever. They're, they're usually socially of- awkward because they're more they're yes. more book smart and they're not really people people. Yes. So so when they open up their practice and they're like, oh, shoot, man, I'm going to have to be in a room with someone every day for like, you know, 10 minutes. Like I would have to work on a script. So I think that they write down a script and they're like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I have my little joke. And then I, I say this, I check their heart rate and whatever. And because I went to a, there's a doctor that who, his son goes to school with my son. And so he's, I've talked to him outside of like, you know, outside of the doctor's office. Like I saw him at basketball games or whatever. And he's pretty cool. But in the doctor's office, very different. Very different. And I was like, it's very strange. And he's talking like he's reading a script. And I feel like all doctors, when they do practice, they start their practice, they're like, all right. I, I don't want to screw this up. I'm not social. I'm not Mr. Personality. I'm going to have to really get this down perfect. So that joke, Coach, is probably just part of their script. And, and Eddie, I also want to follow up. I believe what you said is totally spot on. But also, don't you think before they come in the room, they're like, oh, here we go. I'm going to have to talk to this idiot real quick. <laughs> all right. All right. Yes. Um, <laughs> dumb it down. Dumb it down. Dumb it down. Uh, these freaking stupid people. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Hey, how's it going, Mr. and Mrs. Box? Yes, uh, <laughs> coach, and then he, he goes right into it. <laughs> so he, he has to dumb. He has to dumb himself a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, it's yeah, that it's that go. box guy. He's gonna ask those dumb questions, and um, well, I don't know what it means. So he's gonna say that normal stuff. So what do I need to say? I cannot say that. I can't go big words. I got a smaller, smaller. Make them understand it. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Box, hi, Dr. Jong. Hi. 
guys, do you guys ever, uh, are you the type to ask a lot of questions or you just kind of take whatever they say and be like, all right, cool. Thank you. I'll tell you what I'm the type box. You can go first. I'll tell you this. I don't say a word. I just sit there. I'm like, all right, sounds good. Like, I have no questions ever, ever for the doctor. Nothing, nothing. I have nothing to ask him. My wife, on the other hand, she sits there and makes notes in her phone just randomly. Like, like we're going to the doctor. Well, she'll take him to the doctor of the day for his two-year checkup. And you know what she's going to ask him? Like, all of a sudden, he started sticking his finger in his nose. Like, what is that? Good question. And I'm like, no, it's a kid. He's learning. He learned that he can pick mm. his nose. Like, why, why are you going to ask the doctor that? That's so embarrassing. Is like, he too young for mm. a mask? Um, when do we need to start thinking about getting him a mask? No, we have him a mask. That's another good question. Does he keep it on? Yeah. Oh, not bad. He, 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 he likes it. Five year old to keep it on. Like he he sees uh, mama or dad in a mask. He's like dad a mask, and he's like mask, 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 and he wants to get his on. So he Good. wants to That's do cool. what mom and dad are doing. Hey, the next generation, they're a lot better at this than we are, man. But my wife, yeah, she she comes up with all these just crazy questions, and it's like I cannot believe you're asking him that. That's so embarrassing. Like, oh my gosh, like. Oh, he fell down and he got a bruise. You know what I mean? Like, is that going to heal? And it's like, yeah, it'll heal. Just relax. Like, uh, my husband, my husband. So when he's sitting on the couch watching all of his TV and stuff, he takes these long naps, two, three hours. Is that healthy? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I'll bet you she'll ask him about the UFC. She'll be like, you know, my husband likes to watch oh, the UFC. The add doctor. Another, add another question, yeah. dude. I am serious. This is my wife. Is a very she likes to have all the details, so she likes to have a million questions, and she feels like if she's going to the doctor, she needs to have all these things to ask. Like, okay, so my husband watches the UFC fights, and he's watching Fight Island, and the, the two-year-old, he's in the living room. Is that okay to have that on, or is that, like, bad for the kid? Coach, couple I'll tell you what was Hit it. I'll tell you what was weird. The other day, I took my 12-year-old to the dentist. Whoa, I thought you haven't right? left your house. Whoa. No, coach, it's like, it's like Oh, this is pre-corona? Uh, no, it was during Corona. Coach, the but dog is, sounds closer than six feet. Whoa, Coach. No, coach, he's, he's on the other side of the door. All right, good. He's on the other side of the door. Coach, he's so on the other side of the yellow tape. <laughs> so I, I take my son to the dentist, right? And so he's got like, well, he says he's got a cavity or whatever. And the dentist is like doing everything and talking to him like, all right, so <laughs> you might have a little cavity. What do you want to do with it? And I'm like, yo, yo, like, I, <laughs> Yo, I'm the parent. Like, what are you talking to? Talk to me. <laughs> He's talking to the kid. So what do you think? You want a gold tooth? You want one of those cartoon characters? <laughs> the doctor's like, okay, so I, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. You do have a cavity. What would you like for me to do? Would you like me to fill that? Would you like for me to see if there's anything deeper uh, or uh, maybe a root canal or whatever? I'm like, yo, Mr. Dennis. <laughs> Dad's right here. Ask me. I will make that decision. <laughs> that is greatness, dude. <laughs> like, what's wrong with these people? I think, I mean, he, he does look maybe like he's, I don't know, 13 or something, but I mean, I'll make those decisions. <laughs> That's great. That Yeah, like, I, I when I first moved here to Nashville, I took my dog Whoa, to the vet. Whoa, don't say where you live, Coach. Whoa. Coach. Might as well give your address, address? out. East Nashville. Okay. Anything anyway. else? Ah! What's wrong with you? What? What is wrong with you? 1641 following, right? All right, I'll delete this. Yeah, we're going to delete this part. 39, remember that. I mean... (laughs)
an idiot, dude. Like, how stupid are you? Dude, he's in quarantine. He's lost his mind. Hey, he thinks he, he doesn't think it's funny that I call him that he has corona, but he wants to give out the address on the, the podcast. Eddie South I-65. Uh, how no one's gonna be looking for your house. Coach, people <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. Because when I lived in Austin, people would knock on my door on Halloween and instead of asking for candy, they would ask for pictures. No, are you serious? Yes. Yes. And I would have my roommate answer the door, and they'd be like, is Lunchbox here? Damn, that's messed up, man. It's a little weird. Hey, what's it, hey, what's it like being a celebrity like that? Man, it's hard. Let me tell you, it's a hard life. It really is when people, I mean, they boxes in the background. He's just wanting the nurses and the girl firefighters and stuff like that, the girl stripper. <laughs> is it a, hey, Forrest, Garrett, uh, batter of the box, is it a, is it a girl or guy? Oh, girl, all right, come on. Hey, how's it going? I'm Lunchbox. <laughs> Any of the guys? No, I'm not here. I'm not here. What was it? A girl firefighter or a girl cop? Oh no, I ain't going out if it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him I'm on Sixth Street. So anyway, when we first moved to Nashville, I take the dog to the vet, and the vet's like, "Well, there's these three options," and I'm like, "Well, which is the best one?" Like, "Oh, that's up to you." No, it's not up to me. You're the damn vet. You know what's best for my animal, so you tell me. Well, it's just whatever you feel comfortable with. She hits him with the three options, the multiple choice test. What do you, I don't know, A, B, or C. Excuse me, vet. That is her choice, or her call, dude. I mean, that is funny, though, that they'd even put that like that to you. All right, there's three really complicated decisions that you probably need eight years of schooling to decide, but I'm going to give you the option instead of telling you which one I would choose. Yeah. Are are vets really necessary? Yes. You think so? Yeah, they save animals' lives. Okay. All right. Like, what do Carry you mean? On. I don't know. I've never used a vet. Like, I, I think I think the only vet that uh, I would say maybe saved my animal's life was the one when my my lab ate a little teddy bear, got stuck in his intestine. But other than that, I've paid so much money to vets for nothing. So for like little. My opinion of vets is. I, I, I believe they're they're not for necessarily the super rich, but they're for people with some kind of money. So you don't. Ne- I agree. You don't for sure need a vet, but a vet will prolong your animal's life if you have money. Like if you don't have money, your animal probably you're going to be cut short about three years. But with money, you're going to be able to get those extra years out of the animal, and it's going to be awesome and all that. But yes, I agree with you, Eddie. The common man doesn't really even know the vet. I don't, I don't honestly, growing up, because my dad's a cheapskate, I don't think we ever went to the vet, and we had three dogs, three cats. Usually you can figure the stuff out for the most part, but, yes, if they swallow something, that's the difficult stuff. Maybe that's when a vet yeah. comes into play. Yeah. But, I mean, if an animal has cancer, I mean, usually they pass. If they have cancer and you got a vet, I mean, and money, then I guess you can remove nah, the cancer. But- not really, though. A lot of times when they have cancer, it's always just like, all right, they have cancer. Like, I don't know, really not much we can do here. Well, then there you go. So, I mean, then you make a decent point about vets. I My dog had cancer, and they were able to fight the cancer for almost two years. So they did, like, they removed some nodes and things like that. So they, I, I feel like they were important in that. And then my other dog, Waldo, that I still have, Roof. he was not eating for a few <laughs> days. And I was just like, man, there's something wrong. Take him in. And he had a blockage in his intestines. He had eaten so much grass, it was like a big old ball, like a hard ball. Dude, of- you got to mow that thing, dude. And so we had to have him. He had to, 
<laughs> he just ignored me. <laughs> well, I probably did need to mow the yard. What do you want me to do? So we took him in, and they had to cut out part of his intestines and take this ball out, and they saved his life. So, yeah, I, I would say vets are important. I mean, that's the thing. That, the only time we've really dealt with vets, really, other than, you know, your rabies shot, your parvo. Now, now that's a little parvo. ridiculous. You go for their once-a-year shots, and they look them over, and they're like, oh, they're great. That'll be $275. What? Exactly. Exactly. Like, what? And the parvo, but, I mean, that's just a random thing where when you first get an can't they die right away from yes. parvo? I mean, that's the thing. So it's like, what? My animal randomly has parvo, and I only get, just met him, and now he's about to pass? What? So that's the, that is a sucky <laughs> thing, the parvo thing, because I don't think even vets can solve that. But I feel like, for the most part, the vet on a dog sees, all right, did he eat something, and it's stuck in his stomach? Or does he have cancer? Yes. Other than that, you're good. Agreed. Guys, and we're recording this on Thursday just to be um, uh, transpa- transparent. The word the is, word. Tra- at the end of the day, transparent. Because there's supposed to be some bombshell story coming about coming out about the Redskins Whoa! and the organization. And you, like you mean the Red Tail. Oh, yeah. the coach, they're, they're not the Redskins no, no, anymore, No, coach. no, just no, besides the name. And they're so, the foreskins. coach, <laughs> coach, they're now the red tails, coach. No, they are not anything yet. There's rumors what they're going to be, but this is what reportedly happened. So, Jay Gruden slept with a Redskins receptionist who was the head coach. Capri Bibbs also slept with her. So, Jay Gruden, to get back at Bibbs, benched him. And then Bibbs' backup missed the block that leads to Alex Smith's injury. Wow. That last one may be a stretch. Yeah. To say that the guy wasn't in there, so that's why. Missing the block and ended Alex Alex Smith's career. Come on. This is what it says on Twitter. I I agree with Eddie totally. This will be a story about how the front office for the last 10 years has hidden and protected men in the building and against harassment allegations and sexual assault allegations and legal action. Look at recent firings and rehirings, and the specific names will be out soon. Front office and team personnel hooking up with media members in exchange for scoops and leaks. Like, if you sleep with me, I will give you the scoop on this story. Protecting leadership, coaches, players from getting in trouble with their wives, etc., and using the information for blackmail leaks and to keep people obedient. <clears throat> wow. Coach, so you're I mean, telling dirty, me. Dirty stuff. Gruden. Sleeps receptionist, missed blocked player, <laughs> Smith, Alex Smith hurt, and then team changes name all because of some banging. No, no, the wow. name the name change is all that. That's all uh, money motivated. My bad. That, that's all about money. Okay. Daniel Snyder they said he would never. The name. They should change the name to the little heads then, because <laughs> for sure they were thinking with their little heads, not their big heads. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy. If this is all true. Oh, it has to be, Coach. If it's on the internet, Coach. <laughs> hey, heck, of course it is, Coach. <laughs> I mean, this is great stuff. Of course it's true. <laughs> I mean, it is. But, I mean, we're finding out. Coaches are getting around. Paterno. And now Washington has hired... Paterno. <laughs> Washington has hired Beth Wilkinson to examine the organization's culture. Oh, oh it's okay. going to be a sticky situation. Oh. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's going to have a, a lot of research in there where pages are stuck together. <laughs> so, so Gruden so Gruden was banging the receptionist, and so was the lineman? 
No, a, a running back, a backup running back. And you know how that oh. starts. It's a uh, uh, receptionist. Can you go ahead and copy the playbook for me? And then he's sitting in the office. And no, and in the playbook, there's a picture of, and, 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 and <laughs> there's a picture of the the man thing Coach, of his unit, and it says, "If you like, hey, yeah, if, if you like this, don't copy. It'll oh, be waiting for you in my oh, office." Oh. Hey, so uh, are you married? And I mean, then she. It's a 300 page book. Next thing you know, he's spending 10 minutes up front. He gets to talking to her, and he's banging her. I mean, I mean you never I mean, know I how these things start. looks like. Well, I mean, pull it up. Lunch said there's some bombshell that's coming out. He's got an inside scoop from TMZ, and they no, contacted the, him. They, that's what it's been reporting all week is that there's going to be some bombshell, and it keeps getting pushed day by day by day. And I'm just reading the tweets online about the well, warped and toxic culture of the Washington football team is about to be exposed in a sickening fashion. Well, here's the thing. We're worried about the name change. We need this bombshell. I say shelve the Redskin name change for another year. Give us this juice. Yeah, I but mean, but also change the name and the Braves and the Indians. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dude, I was telling I was telling you guys I saw I was watching um, uh, Major League. On, oh, dude, it's so AMC good. Today. Oh, coach, you were dude, telling us on the big show. They put a slate right in front of the movie. So right before the movie airs, there's a there's a slate that comes up and it says this this movie was shot in 1994. Times were different then. So oh, please disregard. Dang. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, dude. That's interesting. I didn't even think about yeah. that. That's it. Yeah, that Got is it. that's weird. And James Harden did report to the bubble and Zion Williamson is out of the bubble, boys. What? Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, Why? he had to go attend to a a family matter. Oh, okay. He's good then. I dude, I thought you were so, about to say so we weren't going to have well, not necessarily, but when he comes back, he's going to have to quarantine again. So I, this bubble makes no sense. I mean, people seem to be coming and going as they please. Well, because it's not an actual bubble. And it, let's be real. Who's the guy that's controlling the entry and exit door of the bubble? It's some guy that's yeah, underpaid. He hates his job. Hey, here's a 20, dude. Don't tell anybody it, I left the bubble. He, like, leans his chair up against the bubble door, and sometimes his chair falls in the door, you know, in the door shut. He falls and, asleep on watch, and he's you, know, you, see, wa- you see Zion tiptoeing past him, you know what I mean? Dude, the like, NBA players are coming back with Mardi Gras beads. <laughs> dude, a bunch of those saxophone <laughs> drinks, and the guy that's supposed to be at watch is out like a light. I mean, give me a break. Who's really controlling the bubble? <laughs> there you go. I mean... And did you see Doc Rivers yesterday? I thought it was pretty funny. Though. He was talking about, he was like, yeah, I love this tip line. I just turned in LeBron James, and today I plan on turning in Greg Popovich. Um, Dude, did you see uh, Rivers, was it, who goes, you guys think LeBron's living in the same house that we're living in? That's what LeBron's living in, and he showed, like, some McMansion in the bubble area. And he's like, that's where LeBron's living. We're all in dorm rooms. <laughs> it's so freaking funny because nobody really knows what goes on in the bubble so players are just making crap up and being funny about it but it's great yeah and guys this the challenge it ended this week and oh my gosh what a season did you guys watch survivor uh, no the challenge no on mtv guys this is the highest rated show on cable television every wednesday night and you guys are missing it like, it is incredible. If there's a segment we have that's worse than my NHL hockey minute, it would be his survivor or challenge yeah, update. Go uh, ahead with your the uh, challenge. No, one- guys, like this, like they, they, they swung for the fences this year because usually you try to avoid the elimination where you have to go down and go battle one-on-one to stay in the game. You know, you don't want to get down in there because you don't want to get, you know, kicked out of the game. You So you politic and you don't go down the whole season. You make it to a final. Well, this season they brought a twist. They said... I'm tired of people skating by. 
Now you got to earn a red skull to run my final. So you had to win an elimination down there in purgatory or you couldn't run the final. It switched wow, up everything. Crazy. It switched it all up because the players that were usually trying to avoid elimination were volunteering, hey, I'll go down there, I'll go down there, and they lost. So you're having big wow. dogs after big dogs lose. So if you don't have a red skull, you're not going to the final. So hey. it was really interesting, and I like the concept, but it kind of swung and missed for me because – there was no politicking. It was everybody's like, hey, I think I want to go down this week. And everybody's like, okay, you can go down this week. Usually there's like backstabbing where it's like, I don't want to go in. I don't want to go in. And then they throw them in. I thought there was going to be more of, okay, you want your red skull? No, I'm going to make sure that no one ever votes you in. So you have no chance to get your red skull. So it kind of swung and miss on this. And the final was pretty cool. Uh, I don't want to, you guys want to know who won? I mean, yeah, Coach, I don't think the truck driver right now that's listening to this even knows what the Red Skull is. He thought you were talking about a chew can the whole time while he's driving his (laughs) 18-wheeler. Wintergreen. Wintergreen Skull. What's he talking about? The obvious choice is the old Spearmint. Come on, Lunchbox. Talking about my chew can. So it was crazy because in the middle of the final, nine people made the final. Nine people with their Red Skulls. They had one more purgatory where you had to battle one-on-one, and, I mean, it was awesome. The girl, of course, Bailey, she – or not Bailey, the uh, Melissa, she just quit. And what's crazy is Melissa, she didn't know it, but she was pregnant the whole season. Wow. She competed the whole season pregnant. Dumb question. Was this uh, live? No. Another dumb question. Was this film during quarantine or way before it? Uh, before quarantine. Uh, I was going to say, these fools better be competing in mass and all that. You no. think football's bad? If they're in purgatory, whatever competitions they're doing, that's just as bad as guys tackling each other and getting spit everywhere. They should have been in quarantine. No. Bubble. It was It was definitely before quarantine. And the, the pro- and another thing they did is they they the challenges, I feel like, they need to get back to some of the fun challenges and easy to tell who's winning. They did a lot of elaborate like setups, but you could never tell who won. Like it looks cool, but it was a lot of slow mo and different things they did with the camera. But when you're watching it, you're like, I have no idea who's winning this challenge. Like this, you can't tell. And, and so I felt like they got away from the the fabric of what made the challenge great. Like there was one where they had a huge bars of soap. And there was a code underneath, and you had to rub your butt back and forth on the soap. And it was kind of a fun challenge. You could tell who's winning to get the code. And you had a team, and you're sliding back and forth on this big bar of soap. These are like high-flying ones that look cool, but they really kind of were lame in, in reality. So I, I just want the challenge to listen to that and maybe get back to the basics. Yeah, I was going to say contact MTV, but I do agree with you with producers overthinking things. Yes. They do it all the time in Big Brother, and they'll try to throw these crazy twists that really don't twist up anything. It just makes the show worse. So if something works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I rest my case. Producers, sometimes just get out of your own way. Eddie? Eddie? Is he Are you, guys, you guys done talking about Coach, this? Uh, Nobody watches? No, no. Eddie, Eddie it's Coach. the highest rate. It gets 1.2 million people per week watching that. That's hey, a lot of people you, on cable television. Did you guys watch UFC? I watched UFC on Wednesday night. Yes, I did. Did you like it? Uh, it was all right. Um, I felt like there wasn't really... Most most of the, the fights were pretty much dominated. They were one-sided affairs pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There weren't there weren't any of those good good like oh uh, 
where you kind of like, oh, you can argue who won or not. Right. It, 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 like, it, I'm not saying the fights were bad, but they, there was just none that were let. Like when it went to the judges, you knew every time who was going to win. Every time. Yeah. You? Um, I, I liked it. I mean, I feel like the favors won. The favorite won pretty much all the time except a couple of fights. Yeah. So it, to me, that's, that's never fun. Because, I mean, when you have a lot of these fights, you know, and the, the favorites, you know, minus 300 or something, you're never going to make money on it. So, right. Those are never too Were fun. you coach? Were you betting them, coach? Oh, yeah, coach. Of course. I, I mean, mean one guy, you one told guy was you minus 550 or something like that. He, right. he Unreal. Like, it was just like, you can't even bet that. Hey, Eddie, so right. you told us you were at $10. How's the account looking now? Uh, go ahead. 25, and get, coach. Coach, let me get the sounder and hit us with it. Coach, say I'm it again 20, for effect. I am at twenty-five dollars. Wow. wow! Enough money for me to place my bet right now on this golf, Coach. What did you find out? Um, so we were supposed to land Cash King. We went ahead and gave Lunchbox the job of landing a phoner, and here's what happened. Lunch. Um, Let me get the sounder ready, and never heard back. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and some coach, people they say he's a fraud. Coach. Some oh. people were saying he's a fraud. Sounds like something that I said about even the betting tickets he posted that he'd won. He'd bet hundreds of thousands of dollars. It sounds like a guy that wins, loses, ups and downs. The golfer didn't come through. He would have been down three hundred k. I mean, hey, but he's lunchbox, lunchbox, lunchbox. Yeah. So, so we we don't know. We don't know if he's a fraud or not. Some people are saying he's a fraud. We there there's no evidence that he is one hundred percent a fraud. Right. Okay. Right. That's fine. However, if it does come out that he is a fraud and all of those slips are fake, are you going to stop believing these little stories you see on Twitter and getting all excited about Got him. It? No. Guys, I've been watching golf all weekend because of this one guy, Cash King. He won a million dollars. And then he's like, why are you not excited, guys? And we were skeptical from the start. No, no, no. No, you guys weren't. No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. I Wrong. was never You excited. guys were not skeptical. You guys were haters. You're like, oh, who cares? He's rich. It doesn't matter. It's like us winning $10. No. Like, that's no. exact. No, no, no. Don't tell me you guys said he was a fraud. I never said he was a fraud. Exactly. But I, my skepticism, I love that I originally had that standpoint because, wow, do I look smart. Because there was something fishy about the guy. Cash my King. Angle. Yeah, my angle is like, where is this money coming from? I mean, you're telling me a nobody has all this money to gamble? Like, give me a break. A guy we've never heard of isn't a doesn't oh, own really? a business. So you know all the, the the big gamblers out there, but you would be able to Idiots. look them up and see what kind of reference it. Like, oh, they're a CEO. Oh, they have this company. Cash King had nothing. He lo- watched games in a decent sized house that wasn't really a mansion, but it did look like a normal house. Maybe he was living with his parents. I don't know, but there was no. Nothing that backed up where he was getting his money from. Every person in America, you can find out where they got their money from. Cash King had no uh, footprint. So there you go. There's my, uh, I rest my case. At the end of the day, Cash King didn't have a footprint. It is what it is. Eddie? Lunchbox, you feel, you feel like you've been fooled a little bit? No, because I don't know. But, I, I mean, I, I'll be a little sad because I was excited. I, I was so excited for him. And I, I, I thought it was a cool thing that happened, but maybe he is a fraud. Maybe he's not real. I don't know, but I mean, and I mean, you can believe Eddie if he does put a betting slip up on Twitter. It, he's not photoshopping that he bet a dollar. <laughs> he literally put a dollar on it, y'all. 
Literally put a dollar on it. Dude, Eddie's the opposite of Cash King. Cash King's doing 100000 posting it. Eddie's not bragging about it, but he is betting a dollar behind the scenes. But we don't always tell you guys about it, but there you go. You know what I do miss about you know all this like quarantine and no sports and stuff. Like, oh yeah, I can't coach, do coach. I, yeah, I don't know what I miss about quarantine. I, I I don't know sports. No, I'm just saying I can't bet part my my one dollar ten game parlays, coach. Yes, I said the exact same thing to uh, my boy Michael Stevens. I was just talking to him. He's the World Series of Poker guy, and I said, oh, Michael, the one the one that you got the one night stand. He met up in Vegas. I stayed at the uh, Paris Hotel with him for a night. Great, coach, great. You- you guys talked again? Yeah. Oh, we text all the time. So he'll go to Mexico, and that's how he does his World Series of Poker because some of the websites you can't do in America. So he lives in Texas. He can drive to uh, uh, Noredo, Luevo, Noredo. And, and that, yeah, that's in Mexico. Yes, and that's where he's able to play his World Series of Poker. And so I talked to him, and, he, and I said, man, it, this gambling season, the five months, it's been tough because I can't do those crazy parlays, exactly what you said, Eddie. And especially with football season, I mean, that is football is what the 10-team parlays are made of. It, it, the backbone of, of that is football. It's not soccer. It's not a sim game. We need football, and we need definitely need sports exactly. back for either the three or four-team parlays. Right. I know, but but you're, I think you're missing the the big news story, Coach. I didn't I didn't know you talked to Michael since after the one night stand, Coach. I've I've me and yeah, Michael. That, that's huge. Like we thought you guys broke up, like because no, he yeah, disappeared remember, in Vegas, like he was just gone. Yeah, yeah, remember Ray? You woke up and 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 you woke up in the bed and you're like Michael, Michael, and he and he was gone. Well, I think me and him knew that we were going to go our own separate ways. It's Vegas. Crazy stuff happens. But, yeah, I'll check in with Michael. I'll say, Michael, how did this tournament go? And he always tells me, you have four bad days and one awesome day. That is World Series of Poker, mother I won my online poker tournament last night with the guys. Did you really? Oh, my God. How much? A yeah. uh, hundred bucks. I mean, I won, I won three already out of six tournaments, seven tournaments. Well, then you're doing better than Michael because Michael said four bad, one good. You're telling me three good, three bad. Yeah. Yeah. I've been killing it, man. Good job, Coachy. Thanks, well, Coach. Well, I don't these... know, but with the, the electronic poker, though, it's, it's very shady. Like, it, it is. Last night, la, last night, that river card was just screwing everyone. Like, whoever had the cards at the beginning of the round, you know, the, the river card would screw him every single time. That And that's why I don't, like, when Ray goes to Vegas and plays those bubble craps, mm-hmm. I don't ever trust it because they're going to let you win the $5, $10 bet. Okay, they're fine with that. But then when you put a 100 on red, they're like, ah, we're going black no matter what. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it's just, right. ugh. D- dumb question. I, I guess that's roulette, whatever. It, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm, you're talking about the computer roulette. Yes. Well, either one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, bubble craps, I was just... I meant to say bubble roulette. Uh, it, the it bubble seems... craps is the, is the real dice, though, in the middle. That there's, you can't fake that. It, it is the real dice, but yeah, I but think th- they can do some magnets on the bottom. Exactly. Thank you, right? Because I think there's magnets in it, there. It never goes deep. Like It should go sometimes 15 rolls at bubble craps. The most it goes is three or four. So I, I really do think there is some magnets. Eventually, it go, it's random, random magnets. But it'll go seven. Oh, seven. It, whereas I, I don't think they're just getting rolled. I really don't. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And But you still play it. Yeah, I play because it's <laughs> Vegas, coach. It's a game of chance. I have a 50-50 shot. I have a 50-50 chance of getting hit by a car when I go outside today, coach. But I'm going to take that chance. No, you don't. No, and it's not 50-50. I, there's no way that that's accurate. 
Yeah, maybe not. I missed on that one. Lunch How can over you, you have a 50-50 <laughs> chance of dying Get, Hey, how can you have a 50-50 shot of getting hit by a car every time you walk out outside? God, I mean, you're... Like, do you walk in the middle of the damn road every day? Coach, do you pull out into the road puckered every damn day? <laughs> he walks in the middle of the road to work. <laughs> There's cars swerving and grabbing my up. Today's just my day, baby. Here we go. Uh, one last thing before we go, the bachelorette is starting to shoot. They, they, they were supposed to shoot back in March and minutes before that she was going to meet all her suitors. They had to cancel because of Corona. They had to ah, scrap it. So they had to recast. They got all new dudes. So I'm like, if they had all these dudes, what if her husband was in that last group? And no, they start- coach, if it's not, that's meant to be, you know, whatever's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be coach guys. And I, I don't know. It if is you- what it is, right? It, it is, is what end, it is. at the end of the day, guys. But listen, <laughs> what you need to realize, though, I think they they're missing out on something. They really need to do Bachelor Bachelorette with masks on. It, to, uh, why? It, why? To, just to kind of promote wearing to, a mask? To promote wearing a mask, and also it hides so many facial features. You're not really. I mean, I think they've had that one before. They've done that. I think. So. Uh, let me see. Dating show with masks. <laughs> Show with well, maybe coach. Welcome to this year. Everybody copy you copy shows left and right. I mean, why not copy another show? Just roll with the mask. Uh, Mister Personality got two point eight out of ten. It was one season. All right, maybe it's Wait, a bad so, idea. So this could be the Bachelorette masked edition. Well, yeah, because this, this one, Mister Personality, was a, a woman, and the guys uh, kept their looks hidden by these scary looking masks. Oh, I think there is a show. It's called uh, The Mask Singer, Coach. I mean, there's all. <laughs> so there's a show where they okay. sing, and, and, and the mask singer, the mask singer is terrible. It's god awful. And my it is fiance, so, it, no, it's it, not. It is. It is. Oh my god, it's so bad. And the my judges, fiance loves it. The Joe's, the judges are fake as crap. Oh, fake as crap. They had like so blown away and dramatic, and like they're they're oh, rubbing god. their hair and falling out of their seats, and oh. And I mean, they have god. they have booklets that they're looking at. Where they they can narrow it down, and then they go. I think because of your smile, you remind me a lot of. And then they'll pull some actor we've never heard of out of the butt. Yes, and then they, they give them a list of yes, people to come and from. And it's not. Oh, and it's it's so it is stupid. a tear. And my fiance loves it. It is a horrible show. Horrible. And I, it's still on. Hey, are you guys? Have you guys watched uh, the floor is lava? That's pretty funny. Yeah, I like it. I've been we've, we've been watching it a little bit. And the reason I, I mean, the reason I think it's okay, just because I used to like that wipeout show where they get knocked the crap, the crap knocked out of them, like little yeah. things come out, is because I never knew what floor was lava was until I became an uncle, and now the kids, like my nieces and nephew, play floor is lava, floor is lava, and I was like, what in the world? And then, so it, it's fine. I mean, I, I don't spend a lot of time, but I've seen a little bit. But don't you think? Don't you guys think that we could dominate the floor is lava? Of course. I don't even know right? what it is, but sure. Oh, uh, you don't know, Coach? It's, the, it's where it's... Explain, explain lunch. So if you're playing with kids at the house okay, or Okay, I see it. Okay, so basically they're just making TV shows now after games. So we should make Hungry Hungry Hippos. And uh, what we else? We should. Yeah, uh, Frogger and Operation. Oh, Frogger. There's your Now that's a 50-50 shot to get hit by a car. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Bro, I think that's what Ray plays every day. <laughs> Coach! <laughs> no, what I was saying is... Uh, so Ray, what the kids when you say floor is lava, three, two, one, and then they have to have their feet off the ground by the time you get the it's the hottest game show in history. 
These people are jumping across lava. Chick falls in. She acts like she died. Three teams dare to make it to the exit without falling in. The team with the most points wins $10,000 and gets to meet me, Rutledge Wood. Hello. Make it from the entrance to the exit, and your team earns a point. Fall in, and you're out. You think we'd be good at that? Here's the thing. Hell yeah. It says the hottest game show. A, they don't, it's not real lava, so it's not really that hot. It the doesn't even look no, like lava. No. It actually looks like Kool-Aid. I the water's probably just cold. The water's probably just cold. And if you win, you only win $10,000. That's terrible. That means $3,000 per person. That's weak as crap. Hey, it's no, a crazy three, competition no, show. You could you could win $100 in a gift card for $100 to Netflix. I mean, who the crap's going to compete for $10,000? And divide that by three, taxes, so you're really getting about 100 bucks. And you have to pay to fly to L.A. No, they fly you. Oh. Probably. But th- that's bad. But my wife may watch the dumbest, dumbest reality show ever. Hit me with it. It's called the, the, the Great Bake or something. It's a British baking show. And it's just these amateur oh. bakers. They go on the there. great British <laughs> Bake Off. Maybe that's you, it. Hey, Ray, can you just see Lunchbox being being forced to sit there to watch that crap? <laughs> no, Dude, I thought I watched some terrible shows. Man, your wife might have you right Oh, there she watches one. terrible TV. <laughs> terrible. And I don't watch he's it. He's got his tail. He's got his tail between his legs sitting there. Like, oh, oh no, no, no. That is not. A, she does that when I'm at work. She watches that crap when I'm at work. But I started, I, I, I'm sitting there and I was like, I want to find out more about this show. I'm like, what do they win? And she was like, I, I, I don't know what they win. I, I have no idea. And so I looked it up. They compete on this show for like 10 weeks. And the winner gets a cake stand and a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> Coach, is it really called the Great British Bake Off? Yeah, I think that's it. Supermarkets is Baking Beaver Sweets the Nation. One, two, three, four. Can I have a little more? You. Oh, together just a trailer that looks terrible but you compete all that time and you get a a a cake plate whatever and a bouquet of flowers get out of here same thing with big brother do you you tell her that that show is not just trash yes i'm like how do you watch that crap i would be so pissed that i competed that long and all i got was a bouquet flowers and a cake stand Dude, I bash. What that's the best say? thing is bashing the shows. Chicks are all the time like, oh, this sport, I hate NBA. There's all fouls at the end. It takes so long the last one minute of the game. I hate NBA. Well, this is our time. Dude, when I'm watching my chick shows, I'm like, dude, that girl's a B. I'm like, these chicks are all the housewives. They're all just a bunch of rich chicks in high heels in a backyard. What hey, is Jenna Kramer tried out for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, why? I don't know. Why, Coach? Uh, aren't, aren't because those, people get bored. Yeah, but aren't like the real housewives just like 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 housewives that doesn't work? Yeah, and aren't they like loaded too? Well, I think Jana Kramer's pretty rich. She works though. Well, yeah, I I mean I think they I I think they can yeah I don't know because Bethany Frankel was a housewife and she worked like some she, of them worked a majority of them had nothing going on and then yeah, they yeah, got yeah. the uh, fame from the show and then they do some beauty product and that's it but a majority of them have nothing to go to on a daily basis yeah until the show all right well we gotta go oh and i just wanted to say big brother every other show million dollars million dollars survivor million dollars who wants to be a millionaire and then big brother's like Oh, we'll offer you five hundred thousand. What? Every show in that that time period was doing a million. You guys go half of it. Yeah, the challenge. What about that? 
What about million. that Titan? Did you guys watch that? What? A Titans? Is that what it's called? Oh, shoot. I don't know. I might have that wrong. Titans? Uh Tennessee no, like Titans. the Tennessee Titans, yeah. They, yeah, they, they just signed the Derrick Henry. We talked about that. They're going to have uh, eight home games and eight away games, Coach, starting oh, no. in uh, the, September. The, no, The Rock. The Rock does it. It's like his TV show. The Rock's TV show. I'm trying to TV pull it game up. Show. Let's see. People talk about it. I mean, the Titan game. No, what is that? I don't know. I just see commercials about the it. Titan it's like, almost game? like a yeah, it's almost like uh, American Gladiator or something. Oh, it's it's the Rock Show. It's yeah, you know, I've never watched it. I, I, I said that. Here you go. Here's a trailer. Welcome to the Titan Games. This is the most insane athletic competition ever devised. We're going to be pushing everyday men and women, both physically and mentally. It looks like American Ninja Warrior. That's exact. That's I mean, the one. Coach, yeah. Yeah. Why not that's recommend? What I just that? said. Okay, no, you but, said. Um, these no, shows you said are American Gladiator. Exactly. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> so, eat that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Like yeah. it lo- Rested multiple I, times. Failed at my dream of becoming a pro football player. Now, we've all been down, but the people who inspire me are those who dig deep, get back up, and keep fighting. When I was 23 years old, I got arrested. I didn't think that I was going to be there to raise my son. I knew I had to straighten up. I want my son to actually learn from me and look at me. I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah, I know. That sounds good. But it really is, though, the same concept. I, I don't get how you can put on a show that's very similar to a show that's already on. I mean, well, look yeah. at Ellen's Game of Games, and then there's another. Now a new one came out on a different channel. It's just. It's, Did you all ever watch Holy Moly? No, but I know a guy that's on it on, I guess, well, we're putting this out last night, Thursday night. Nor. He uh, he's oh, it, uh, he oh, looked. He's still on. Well, I I just saw the picture. I, oh, is he not on? I don't know how it works. I don't. I've watched Holy Moly. It's a ter- It was terrible the first time I watched it last season. The funny dude is one of the hosts, right? Uh, Rob Riggleman. So it should be hilarious. Rob Riggle. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking Jim Riggleman. <laughs> no, hey, coach, and, and your friend is it the, the Vegas dude? Yeah, Nor. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the challenge uh, one season and. So he's on, I, I don't know, he's on that, he was on that show or he's on that show. I just saw a picture on his uh, Twitter saying it was coming on. So they're playing putt-putt? Yeah, it's yeah, Steph Curry's show. That looks great. Tonight, 12 competitors, 10 holes. Oh. Ah, holy moly! One champion. Let's go! These people are playing putt-putt golf and stuff can knock them off the course. I mean, get out of here. Like, there's a more dangerous course in Nashville, putt-putt, than playing that. It's The one over there by, by the Opry Mill? Yeah, by Opry Mill. Dude, sometimes they don't uh, hammer all the nails down, and sometimes trees fall on the course, <laughs> and they just leave them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny, Coach. All right. Well, you guys have a great weekend. Oh, thanks, Coach. Hey, if you all need me, I'll be here. Same place. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Eddie, we good now? We good? You good? Yeah, dude, good. So you ready to hear the phone call? Like you're over it? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not listening to that crap. I mean, you can play it all you want, but I'm not listening to it. Like, will you ever be okay listening to it? No, because I don't. I don't want a fake call telling me that I have the coronavirus. Like, I don't want that in my head. Well, it's sort of like the doctors. You know, they practice the speeches in the mirror before the clients come in. I was getting you prepared <laughs> for when you get the call. 
Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Coach. But no, I'm good. We can always check in with him and see when he's ready. But because there are people on Twitter that hit us up, and they want to hear the phone call. Show they want to hear the phone call. It's not going to be today, but it could happen someday. Okay, yeah, they so they can hear it. I mean, you guys can post it. I don't care, but I'm not. I'm not going to hear it. Okay, Coach. And we, we respect you, Coach. This is a brotherhood. Yeah, we're friends here, dude. We got each other's back. And here's do the, you? Here's the deal. You're gonna coach, ha- when you're what. Coach, when your when your uh, fiance got cancer, would you like a prank call about cancer? Very good point, Coach. No, very you good point. A little different. Tad different. Well, just, Pat, it, it depends. Very, it depends for me. For me, it's definitely different because I, I feel fine. But exactly. for some people, Coach, it wasn't. Well, dude, coach. if you if you were on a ventilator, I would not call you and be like, "Hey, dude, you got Corona." Like, I mean, that would not. That's not how it would work. You were feeling but fine. What, but what if I was on a ventilator and I didn't tell you? Well, I don't think you'd be able to talk to me, so I don't think you would uh, answer the phone. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why the dog was barking earlier, because he was messing with his ventilator. The, the dog was chewing on the, t- on the, tube, the tubing. <laughs> Get out of here, dog. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right, Coach. Maybe someday you'll be ready. Yeah, maybe. No, I'm not going to listen to it. I don't care. No, not today. I mean, uh, yeah. And I mean, whatever. But, hey, don't forget to email us. We are the sore losers at gmail.com. I know what we can okay. do. We can do an exclusive... Uh, email blast. Everybody pays a certain amount of money, and we send them the phone call. Um, we can talk about this later, guys. Business meeting. What's the money? Hundred dollars. Hey, Eddie's in now. Oh yeah, <laughs> Eddie. What, is that, hey, how's that sound, Eddie? Hundred dollars. I mean, how, how much would we charge for it? Oh, that's somebody. What, that's my question. That's somebody, what I'm saying. Well, apparently, Barstool does. Or uh, people have hit me up and said we should do some exclusive thing content. Other places do it, and they do seventy nine dollars. So. $79. Yeah, but they're going to get access to We can put in pictures of lunch's kids, stuff like that, coach. Hey, we can put bikini pics of Bay in. Yeah, All right. Whatever you guys want. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right, let's go home. All right. I got to go cel- celebrate my kids' birthday. Happy B-Day, coach. Thank you. Yeah, hey, happy birthday, baby bucks. Yeah. Let's see. Right, I, I wonder if Batter's Box will call and tell him happy birthday. Probably not. Batter's Box. No chance. Coach, my, my brother calls me like once a week. Not once he asks me how my kids are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batter's Box hadn't been listening to the pod, but he called me the other day. He's like, I'm back into the sore losers. <laughs> oh, he's back in. He's listening? Yeah. Hey, Ray, play it for him. Because he's been working from home, so he doesn't have time to listen because there's no downtime because he's got the kid at home. Oh, yeah. People don't realize that, man. Being stuck at home, there ain't no downtime. Okay, Coach. What up, everybody? It's Batter's Box here. There you go. Yeah, and he still hadn't shaved that nasty-ass beard. Oh, he looks terrible. Because it's, the 40, it's never finer to be a 49er. He, he's not going to shave it, dude, until the Niners win the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yeah. Kid, it's okay. Russ Francis grew a beard, too, after they lost <laughs> the first 49er game. Never find it to be a 49er, Garoppolo, Kittle, and Mustard. Hey, maybe, <laughs> hey, maybe, when, Eddie gets, hey, maybe when Eddie gets back in studio, we'll get Keith on the phone. <laughs> we went and we had orange. Russ Wheeler had a, his fraudulent credit card. We were, the the, we were outside of the Piggly Wiggly and we had Mandarin chicken. 
Oh, yeah, that's man. the funny stuff, man. People need to go back and listen to that episode. That's, yeah. that's gold. Yeah, you guys are mean. He thought that the dude he got busted for fraud. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Keith. You know, you know, he got busted for uh, a fraudulent credit card. You know? <laughs> Some of the charges in there: uh, six pack of beer, a Mandarin chicken, <laughs> and a 49ers flag. Oh boy. <laughs> Russ uh, Francis. I drove all the way to Oregon. <laughs> and he came right, back done, and he right? bought me lunch. <laughs> you guys are jerks. All right. Okay. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Hey, culture. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.